Hey Roses, this is April Rose and I am speaking to you today um, going through a transition currently. I actually completed the Sis Start series and will slowly be transitioning into another season of April Rose Speaking. Um, not sure yet if it's going to be a series or just the way the podcast will be set up moving forward. However, There is something that's going viral currently, and I wanted to speak to you um, about it. But before I get started, I want to make sure that you're following me on April Rose Speaking on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Make sure you go, you like and review, and make sure you share this podcast so others know that I'm out there. Also, on social media, you can always reach out to me if you have questions, inquiries. Um, I am a business owner, so I do help women startups, uh, and I give really good tips, so make sure you're following this podcast and telling other people about it. But on social media, you can follow, follow me at April Rose Speaking on Instagram, also April Rose Speaking on Facebook. So make sure you're following me somewhere I'm out there um, and make sure you tell other people about this wonderful podcast that assists women startups. And I specifically talk to black women because I am African-American. So which leads me into uh, this really, really interesting thing that has happened, this phenomenon that's happened in the last couple of weeks and it went viral. And it's very intriguing to me. I literally woke up this morning, took a shower, washed my hair, conditioned it, uh, combed through it. Uh, I'm letting it air dry. And, uh, you know, once it dry, blow dry. And I, as I'm going through this process, the viral incident just popped in my head. And it's so intriguing because it's it's just so many layers to talk about. So I decided to get on the podcast because all of these thoughts are in my head. So I decided to get it recorded, right? So (laughs) if you're living under a rock, you may not have heard from about this story. But if you're any individual that's living in the United States right now, I'm sure you heard of the Gorilla Glue Girl, um, who technically isn't a girl. She's a grown woman. We're pretty similar in age, I think. And she even lives in my parish. I live in um, a suburb of New Orleans, uh, St. Bernard Parish. And so, uh, yeah, she actually lives in my parish. And The incident, if you don't know, she basically created a hairstyle of a ponytail, which is a pretty normal hairstyle um, that black women tend to wear if we're not wearing our hair natural or in braids or relaxed. Um, It's just another hairstyle that we typically do a quick hairstyle. And she is a person who um, I watched a few interviews. She's really particular about her hair and she wanted that style to be so straight and so on point and not a hair a miss that she literally put Gorilla Glue, which is a hardware product that people use on homes, uh, vehicles, whatever. And she went and put this in her hair. I don't know the psychological reason why she did that. If she did that on purpose and not to say she that because it was a mistake. She said it was a mistake, but the actual product, because Black women know that there is a hair gel that's out there that holds their hair together for hairstyles and it's called Gorilla Snot, right? So as black women, we're probably looking at this like, did she make a mistake and pick up the wrong product? I technically don't know the bottom line to that, but this story is so intriguing that I just had to get this story out there because 
it's so many levels of this, right? Um, that I really want to talk about. So uh, the first thing that I'm going to talk about is um, the aesthetic standpoint, right? As an African-American female, uh, we are an oppressed group of demographic of people. Let's just start there. Um, we see, we seen strides in our community. We saw Barack Obama come to become a president. We um, are getting a little bit into better neighborhoods, understanding how to get into better schools, doing higher education, like, right? So we're slowly progressing. It's super slow, to, in my opinion. But at the same time, we're progressing as a culture, especially in the internet age, because now we're seeing, oh, there's, you know, different ways to live than in the neighborhood that we grew up in. We can move to New York, we can move to California, we can move overseas. Um, we can, you know, express ourselves through our style. Like, so with the internet, we have grown as a community, but being an African-American female, a lot of people don't understand the pressure. And if you are an avid listener to April World Speaking Podcast, you know that I actually have an episode called Good Hair. And I watched Chris Rock's documentary on good hair and I broke it all the way down. So in a re in, in actuality, this is like, another concept of that of african-american women and our hair beauty standards how we're judged based on where how and when we wear our hair right like going to a job interview going on a date um growing up and being in the kitchen and getting those curls pressed out right getting ready for school Sunday night, got to you know, wash your hair. Those natural curls need to be pressed out straight and put that ribbon in. So we're presentable, right? So this has, this phenomenon probably, um, we didn't know this was going to happen, but this actually shows how much thought we put into what we are perceived of on the outside. And this lady went to to extreme lengths to make sure that her hair is presentable, right? Our hair is naturally curly, but if you look at the style, it's pressed straight or she may have relaxed it and she wanted it so straight and so shiny to the point where she went and took an extra step and got Gorilla Glue to keep her hair in place. And the phenomenon that's happening is that she's actually getting empathy for this. And I'm sure most of the empathy is from black women. Now, I'm sure she's getting criticized. Like, how dumb could you be? But really, black women, we understand the psychological standpoint. And women in general might understand a little bit more because we want we want men to pursue us based because they're visual. We want them to pursue us based on our looks. So white women may wear longer, you know, uh, nail tips or Asian women may um, you know, wear certain makeup. So we understand that psychological thing of presenting ourselves as women into the world. But being an African-American female, that is where the empathy comes from with this phenomenon. Now, me sitting back thinking about this, I'm like, you know, it's kind of a shame that she is getting this type of attention and she can get money off of this when there's so many other important things that's going on, right? Like, um, the Breonna Taylor situation, right? So if we, people always want to politicize things, but this is an actual human being that lost her life based on racism. And honestly, Tessica made a really stupid decision based on racism. 
It's just another way to look at it, right? Just another way to look at it. So as I was going through my morning routine, this phenomenon that happens, it just really makes me step back out of myself and understand what type of messages, you know, that I even send to my own daughters, right? About their hair and about their beauty and that what matters the most is what's on the inside, and understanding who you are and what makes you happy and really being yourself. Because honestly, even in the dating world, that is really what you want somebody to understand about you is who you are. We understand that, you know, beauty or looks is the first thing that attracts a person, right? But really being who you are under that beauty or under those looks, that's that's the most important thing. So I just had to jump on here because Tessica... I do have empathy for her as a black woman. It was a stupid decision, right? It does should not take from her. And I really, really love that she went on The View. Um, I don't know if you guys can Google it, but she actually will be giving the money back that she received for the GoFundMe um, account to get assistance. And she's giving it to someone um, in, in our parish in St. Bernard to a family in need. So that's really good because she felt the doctor who flew her out to California to, you know, to perform the surgery, to remove this glue from her head. Uh, he did it for, I wouldn't say free. It could have been a donation. It could have been free. I don't know, but she would rather give the money that she received back. So that really speaks volumes of the type of person that Tessica is. Um, true, true phenomenon that's happening. But um, I just want to make sure you roses out there are being safe and happy and make sure that your mental health is doing really good. Um, I'm super busy. I'm trying to get back to you into podcasting. Um, I'm trying to do this to kind of hold you over because I have some special things in mind that I'm going to do in my upcoming season of April World Speaking Podcast. But make sure that you're safe. Make sure that you're washing your hands. You're still social distancing. We see light at the end of the tunnel. They're talking about these vaccines. So hopefully things will slowly, slowly get back to normal. But I want you guys to know that I love you and I've been thinking about you and I definitely want you safe. And roses, <laughs> don't use Gorilla Glue to hold your hair together. You're beautiful just the way you are. I'll talk to you later, roses. I love you. And make sure you tell people about this podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever podcasts are available. I'll talk to you soon, ladies and gentlemen. Bye.